It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Talk to me, yeah. Oh, and what a panel we've got today. You're going to hear a bit from these guys over the next, uh, well... Next few weeks, I guess I'm actually not even sure how long it goes for, but it's one we've been waiting for for a long, long time. It's the ICC Cricket Women's World Cup hosted here starting today. And we have a fantastic commentary team joining you, giving you ball by ball right here on SENZ, either through your radio frequencies or on the SENZ app. In fact, it's probably a really good time to get the app um, because you can take it all around the country with you and never miss a ball of the White Ferns games. Joining us online now, ladies before gentlemen, Anna Corbin joins us, former New Zealand cricketer. G'day, Anna. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, and I'm, I'm trying to imagine how excited you might be. Oh, have we got you back? Oh, yep. I've missed it. Oh, have we got you back? Still, yeah, sure do. Yeah. Still there. Okay, okay. I'll start that again. <laughs> Excitement levels <laughs> for you, see, seeing this, this World Cup for the sport you love back here in New Zealand. Well, to be honest, I feel pretty excited. Um, <laughs> woke up this morning with a feeling like I might burst, to be honest. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, and they're going all right, aren't they, Anna? Like, um, I think I'm quite happy they had that loss. I would hate to go into a World Cup because I feel like expectations might rise. Yeah, look, they've had a good, really good run leading into the World Cup. I think um, since 2017, there's been a few hard lessons and they had had a bit of a sort of a rough patch and um, and different things going on. But they seem to be on a real run now, um, particularly after that uh, series against India um, down in Queenstown um, where they really convincingly um, hit their strides um, and had, had a series win. So they can take a lot of confidence away from that um, along with the, the win against Australia um, and the warm-up matches as well. So things are looking um, looking really promising for our White Ferns. They absolutely will and alongside um, Anna and a galaxy of stars uh, we have the President of Cricket Commentary for SENZ joining us out of the Wellington studios, Daniel Snake McCarty. Daniel, um, I'm actually, I'm pleasantly surprised how excited I am for this tournament. G'day, Staffy. That's benevolent dictator. I think you're fine. Uh, I don't think I was rightfully, um, uh, I don't think I won a vote. I just took over. Uh, great to great to speak to you, my friend. Uh, and, and I'm Hello, Anna. I can't wait to work with you again. Um, we're just a couple of hours away. Why, why are you excited, Staffy? Why has that sort of leapt up and jumped on your back, I would hazard a guess that you've probably reflected on the New Zealanders' form over the 18 months leading up to the, uh, the Indian series, where they had been a little bit up and down. I know the results didn't go their way in the tour to England. Uh, I, I did feel, though, there were signs they were moving in the right direction, and I, I think we really got to see that in evidence against India. Uh, do I need to take a big um, drink of water, though, and, and calm the farm? How much should we take out of those games? I think we're going to find out real quick. Yeah, I, I think part of the reason I'm really excited about it is it's it's the platform, it's it's the world stage here in our backyard, 
and it's it's like I don't feel like we've had a really good concentrated effort at following, supporting, investigating, commentating these these wonderful cricketers. Susie Bates has been one of the best players in the world for a long time. Sophie Devine, incredible. I feel like we've accidentally found an amazing batsman. Uh, sorry, batter. And merely Kerr. Now I say accidentally because she's a bowler, right? And then bang, we've got a new batter. Um, but I do feel, Anna, if we're going to win this World Cup, we need someone outside those three to have a tournament of their life as well. We can't just rely on an eleven-person game on three people. Oh, look, and I think there's far more depth than that in this group, um, which is very, very exciting. There's a lot of experience, and then it tipped off with um, a few new cats and a few younger girls that um, haven't been on the scene as long. But we really are seeing, you know, there's the a- Amy Satisfaite, there's Leah Tahuhu, there's Maddie Green, who's been in the camp for a long time as well, and they really are, um, they're all stepping up. Uh, and putting together consistent performances, and when they get their day, they're, they're putting up their hand. Um, so there, there's definitely a lot more depth there these days than um, perhaps in previous years. We really have heavily relied on the names of Bates and Divine um, and the development of Mealy Kerr, but uh, like I say, so much more depth and excitement there now, um, and, they, and they've all been performing in more recent times, so very, very good to see. Is there a chance, Anna, that we wasted an amazing performance in a build-up game against Australia? Because that's going to be pretty hard to back up. Oh, look, not to take anything away from that game, but I, I watched the coverage, the highlight clip of that, and um, it looked like they were all having a lot of fun, and Australia used all nine of their bowlers as well. So it really was a warm-up hit-out, um, a really good chance for Australia to expose some of their younger bowlers, and you know they were bowling against two world class um, or three world class players in Bates, Devine, and Mealy Kerr, um, and they and Mealy and um, and Sophie have both taken that opportunity to build their confidence, have a good hit out, um, explore where their areas of the ground are, where their strengths are, and have a good look at these bowlers too. So. Um, I don't think that that's a wasted performance at all. I, I, I think um, it's just very exciting and, and we've got some really good things to look forward to. Sure have, Daniel. You're a, um investigator supreme, of course. Uh, we, we know all about the New Zealand women's team. What can you share with us about this West Indies women's team? I, I just see the TRB odds are so skewed. $1.09 New Zealand in a two-horse race, West Indies six fifty, which suggests they're not going to win. But are there some danger players with in that West Indies squad? Oh, for sure, Steffi. And, and when you do look at the market, it looks like a five-team race. Five going into four for the semi-finals, of course. And can anyone stop this mighty Australian women's side? Uh, they're clear favourites now, aren't they? And then you can bunch up uh, New Zealand, England and India. And I think just uh, nipping at their heels, South Africa, who on the back of a very good bowling attack are going to be a very um, clear and present danger. But as far as the West Indies, they would be next of uh, first of the outsiders, they're a proficient side. You would say there's certainly some glaring uh, holes uh, in their lineup. But as far as uh, key players, well, you, you can't go past their skipper Stefani Taylor, um, now an established um, uh, star on the on the world scene. I think right up there, third runs all time in one day international cricket, seven hundreds in there with a high score of 171. Staffy, but also inside the top ten when it comes to taking wickets too. So. Uh, that's pretty impressive. And the only player on the planet Earth that was once ranked the highest bowler and batsman 
at the same time. Wow. Uh, so that tells you what she is capable of. Uh, those uh, halcyon days, a little bit behind her, but still only 30 years young. She can surely uh, uh, find a world-class performance or, uh, or two. Uh, you see Anissa Muhammad, the veteran uh, spin bowler, has been around since 2003. Staffy, what were you doing in 2003? She was playing international cricket as a 15-year-old. Very, very wise Kenny player. Uh, alongside her and say, uh, uh, Shakira Salman, who will uh, lead the, the, uh, the, the pace bowling attack. Uh, they've got a genuine fast bowler in Shamilia Connell too. But uh, they're a top-heavy side, I would say, Staffy, as far as batting and bowling goes. And you'd expect New Zealand. Uh, and I don't think this is outlandish to say, even if New Zealand's at about 85 90%, they should have enough. Talking to Daniel McCarty and Anna Corbin. You might remember her as Anna Dodd, a very accomplished cricketer in her day as well. Um, Anna, what what do you think will, it will mean to these New Zealanders to be playing on home soil? Hopefully we can get crowds a little bit later on in the tournament. I don't know if that, that will happen, but they, they are far flung. Like our big stars go and play in England. They play in the women's big bash. They come back and play a little bit of domestic. This is a real concentrated effort. The whole of New Zealand are watching them. This is, this is, um, is it too much pressure? Is it an embraced pressure? Is, is it a good thing for the, for the cricketing community? Yeah, I, I would say yes, it's an embraced pressure really, or there's really only the pressure you put on yourself um, out there anyway. So hopefully they're, they're approaching this um, as a group unit with a whole lot of fun. Um, it's a real journey and so exciting to be doing this on home soil 20 years after um, the White Ferns won for the first time a World Cup here on home soil uh, and the only time New Zealand has won a World Cup. So they'll be wanting to repeat history and it's a it's a real journey. It will bring them together and probably even more so in this climate where we're, you know, we're uh, pursuing this tournament under pandemic pandemic sort of circumstances um, they'll have limited family and friends support following them around the country so they will really gel together as a unit and this is something that they're embarking on together as a group um, it's winning a World Cup and a team sport isn't something you can do on your own you all have to be on the same path together so um, it's, it's, it's genuinely exciting and um, I do hope later on in the tournament we can get some bigger crowds along and show our support but uh, we can do that in a, a number of other ways these days with social media, uh, messages to the team and that sort of thing. So just encourage people to get right in behind them and support them on this on this pathway. Um, and what about, we've got amazing experience, Sophie Devine, Susie Bates, Mealy Kerr, Admittedly young, but but experienced. Amy Satterthwaite, an absolute rock. We've got players like Rosemary Mead, Jess Kerr, th- th- these sorts of players. This is this is massive for them. How do you think they approach making them feel comfortable on the biggest stage for the first time? It, it's it's just like um, it's just like another plate of food for for these experienced ones. But they'll have to be conscious of these newbies because it could get quite daunting. Oh yeah. They've all played cricket for a while now, and yes, this is a tournament environment where you play around Robin, you're playing a different team, so the preparations and everything are all very different. But like you say, they've got that experience around them, and they can lean on each other, lift each other up, um, push each other along. And, you know, Jess, I wouldn't say Jess Kerr or, or Rosemary Mare or Hannah Rowe, these, these players, they've been on the scene for a little while, so they'll be well accustomed to international cricket, um, they know what they need to do, and they'll just focus on their plans and get the job done, I hope. Daniel, um, you've called 
A lot of cricket. A lot of cricket. But we've had guests on the station all week, which are the former uh, women cricketers that are going to be co-hosts for you, uh, mate. Um, I'm sending a warning shot. They are very, very capable. You won't be able to gloss over any mistakes. You won't be able to make stuff up because I just get the feeling they're strong, they're knowledgeable. You're going to have to be on your A-game with this commentary crew. No, in fact, quite the opposite. I could be on my Z game and just basically hand over the reins of this car to the team and it would be absolutely splendid. So I'm I, the least amount of pressure I've probably ever felt leading up to a massive tournament, tournament Staffy. That's how much uh, faith I have in my crew. How much faith you got in this New Zealand team? Mate? How much faith that they can... I mean, let's be honest, on the big, big stage, our big, big players, I've, I think Simon Dool alluded to it, we've seen good 2020 form from Sophie Devine, from Susie Bates. Um, we did see something nice against the Australians the other time, but this is their time, and possibly for some of this team, their last chance as well. Yep, that, that, that is very true, uh, for sure, Staffy. Uh, I think it all starts, what is our expectation for the side? I think historically our expectation after a stretch of World Cup performances from the initial one in 1973 all the way through to 2009 that New Zealand makes the semi-finals, that we did not finish outside of the top four um, in any of those. And, of course, made uh, three consecutive finals, uh, winning the third in 2000, of course. So, so with that in mind, it's the bare minimum to make the semi-finals, uh, to historically sort of match up what this uh, team has achieved in the past. Uh, so that's the first hurdle I think they uh, need to overcome. And then you get into cliche territory, don't you, Staffy? Um, it's all on the day um, because we have seen it with our own eyes uh, and the talent is there. Uh, but I, I, I det- picked up on that point where you said, Tana, a little bit uh, earlier about outside of, of the big star names. I think we need to find contributions up and down this lineup. Uh, and I really do think New Zealand has to, to be near perfect if you are to beat a, a side uh, in the form of Australia who I've just got so much admiration for. So my expectation is, my, my bare minimum is make the semifinals. Uh, a good tournament, we back to a final, and, and of course, we did a dream. Um, I think that was the tagline from 2015, yeah. uh, that uh, 2022 might be their year again. Yeah, dream big, New Zealand, dream big. And finally, Anna, um, let's just carry on that point. Divine Bates, Kerr, eliminated. We can't, we can't pick one of them. Who do you think's got the equipment? Who's, who do you think's got... Got some destiny about them that at the end of the tournament, we're going to look back and go, geez, wasn't Hayley Jensen amazing? You know, finally, we've got a fit, healthy Frankie Mackay, and she was key. Who do you think's the most likely of those to stand up and, and actually make a statement this World Cup? Oh, golly. Why don't you just put me on the spot? Okay. <laughs> I know. Talk about a tough one. Five, four, three, two. Um, I, I like Oh, look, I like the promise of Maddie Green. She's been in the group for a long time, um, and she yep. is a smart, smart cricketer. Um, she's really strong down the ground. She's been playing a lot of cricket in the BBL um, in recent years. Um, so I like that idea. And um, Hayley Jensen's really grown on me in time. I've never sort of really known Hayley um, or played cricket with or against her. But to see them opening the bowling with her... Um, just to provide another option. You know, she's just a, a stoic, steady player um, who always seems to step up as well. So I think there's a couple, you know, a couple right through the middle there. Um, they've all got the ability to, to contribute. Um, and given their day, you know, I really think that they can. So, um, yeah, there's a couple of names. 
I could probably keep going. <laughs> Brilliant, Anna. We're really looking forward to hearing your commentary stints alongside the rest of our crew. Make sure you get Dan McCarty, um, text him like your coffee order, um, your standard Burger King order, or whatever it is that, that takes your fancy, because he really does look after his co-commentators, does Dan McCarty. So he, he's sort of he's sort of loath to offer it out, but if you ask him, he will deliver. <laughs> loath. I'll make loath. sure of it. <laughs> Hey, guys, uh, we're going to come back to you. Um, what, we're just over an hour away. Really pumped for it. Thanks so much. We, we can't wait to take you on an audio journey of this Cricket World Cup. Can't wait, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much, Steffi. Yeah, Anna Corbin there and Dan McCarty. We have a fantastic lineup of commentators to bring to bring your mind's eye the pictures through words of this ICC Women's Cricket World Cup. But the White Ferns, every single game, ball by ball, with great commentators like those two you just heard here on SNZ. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.